The Red 78. Once we were back, we were back for a period That was when the televisions were in black and white, Quinn. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, big buttons and no remote. Available every Wednesday. Don't miss a moment of action. Subscribe to the Rugby Channel on the OTB Sports app and turn on your notifications now. OTB AM. With Gillette. Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. There are so many idiots out there, so many spoofers. There's a lot of horse. I think he's a total spoofer. What do you mean a spoofer? He's a bullshit. Ah, no, I mean, come on, don't, don't be, no, I'm not, yes. no. That page of the uh, Irish Independent this morning, and they're leading with Cristiano Ronaldo. Uh, might be leaving Manchester United in January. What a surprise. Uh, it says Manchester United are ready to let him go if anybody will just offer them a handful of magic beans. Uh, Stockdale is now a doubt for the autumn series with ankle injuries. This is devastating news for Jacob Stockdale, the other ankle that he... Um, so he was out for a year with an injured ankle, and the other ankle is now... Um, Injured against Leinster last Friday. Fingers crossed it's not as serious. Uh, clubs must be made accountable to protect referees. This is Morris Deegan uh, talking about the fact that you've got to hold the clubs and the county boards accountable, but it's the clubs who need to be punished as well as the individuals. Uh, front page of the Examiner. Watch your house. Klopp admits leaky Liverpool may need to change defensive approach. Kieran Channon has a great piece about Brian Mullen's influence beyond Dublin. He says that... Um, he did an interview with Larry Tompkins 10 years ago where Tompkins said that Mullins was the player who influenced him the most. <clears throat> they played together in the 1985 um, Railway Cup team. Mullins hadn't been picked. <clears throat> Pardon me. <clears throat> My goodness. Uh, Mullins hadn't been picked. Um, Bobby Miller. Bobby Miller was the coach. Yeah, well, it, it, the amount of players that have been inspired by uh, Brian Mullins, uh, th- this is what makes me sad as well. It only comes out when, when someone dies. Yeah. It's like, well, most of the stories only come out when someone dies. You're like, Jesus, he was he was a towering figure back in the day. And obviously, I said, I've said it before, he was before my time in terms of playing, but when you watch videos back and you see the sheer breadth of his shoulders was the thing that stood out for me and, and look his um, feeling in the air was unbelievable as well but but uh, Larry Tompkins was obviously a massive fan yeah it was a, specifically what happened was uh, Tompkins was obviously with Kildare because he's from Kildare mm. did everybody know that Larry Tompkins played for Kildare before <laughs> he won the All-Irelands for, for a cork did everybody know that did, did, is that part of the story anyway um, uh, Mullins didn't get picked by Bobby Miller and they organised a friendly against Dublin mm. a challenge to get ready and uh, Mullins was absolutely outstanding so Bobby Miller says um, would you mind uh, coming and playing for us and he's like yeah if, if you make me captain <laughs> right if you make me captain because he hadn't won one and he really wanted to win one so he came in and like in training was like bawling everybody out of it and before the final he went around in the Ashing Hotel and told everybody what their job was and to Tompkins it was kick the ball over the bar I'll do all the ploughing for you you kick it over the bar Jesus. and then they won there was also a bit of uh, don't worry about Jack O'Shea I'll take care of him and lo and behold he did uh, ends up man of the match and his first Railway Cup medal in his uh, in the last ever Railway Cup match played in Croker anyway um, uh, later that evening Tompkins was sitting beside Jack Boothman at a victory banquet when Mullins came over to them and plonked the cup on the table I don't want to rub it in your faces but you don't win too many of these take it away and Tompkins <laughs> did to, um, so and then and obviously you know Larry went on to win plenty in his life Just he did alright just not with the right team yeah yeah in the red as opposed to the white uh, yeah, just what what an impact he had on the game, Brian Mullins, and and his, his son Nathan, who obviously of course went on to play for Donegal, wrote a lovely um, piece on on social media as well, uh, paying tribute to his dad and the impact that he had in his own life. So that was really emotional to read that. But um, yeah, what a man Brian Mullins was. 
Uh, it's fight night is the back of the Daily Mail Klopp is wary of Euro threat from Rangers Leicester beat Nottingham Forest we didn't even talk about this last night uh, they, the tendency is that the sacking happens just after we're off air so uh, if the Nottingham Watch Forest manager Steve Cooper can just make it to 11 o'clock today he should be grand <laughs> uh, New Ireland blow as Zoo is ruled out of playoff we already talked about the um, Jess Zoo not being in the team because of injury and just really hoping that it's not a significant knee injury can we fix it yes we can it's the back of the Daily Star and it's uh, Klopp the builder Klopp will build Klopp back up uh, Geo Jers can defy the odds as Giovanni Van Bronckhorst and Donahue slams Rosie Rumours who are Irish Manchester United fans supporting tonight probably Liverpool uh, hardly be on the fence uh, no, you, I mean no, you might be on the fence not really you want Rangers to beat Liverpool but I think a lot of the Irish United fans would want Liverpool to beat Rangers no I think there was a split there I think there was a divide myself and my mates were talking about this and the United mates and, and they're all uh, kind of down the middle some some saying oh yeah you don't want Liverpool to win and some saying well, you, you don't want Rangers necessarily to win either so uh, you want Rangers to win but not go through in the group it's like right, that's yeah, the worst yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, so everyone's a winner then Colin Lanny's with us. Carl, how are you? Good can morning, you, lads. How's it going? Can you weigh in on the who do you want? Um, who do you, what's football team do you? Are you allowed to tell us? Are you, are you Liverpool? So I want Liverpool to win. <laughs> it was an easy decision. Phil Egan outside kind of agreed with me. He said, "Yeah, a lot of United fans he knows would be would be on the on the uh, Liverpool bandwagon tonight. Maybe you just don't watch it. Just a draw. It's, yeah, just a draw. Yeah, it's one of those. <clears throat> It'd be a decent game. Liverpool uh, have a yeah. lot to prove." Liverpool are under a bit of pressure. Yeah, all of a sudden. Rangers were good at the weekend by all accounts against Haas to beat them 4-0, so uh, they've got to get something tonight as well, don't mm. they? Lads, we want a tight race. It's just not going to happen, though, unfortunately, in the Premier League. Mm. Alan's going to ruin all of our, all of our um, March, April and Mays. We're, we're used to kind of building up and, and waiting for the last few games of the season, but I, th- I feel like unless Arsenal can push on, which feels unlikely, they're always going to do an Arsenal, then it's going to be the, the, the typical end of a season. Back page of the mirror. Don't be blue, none. Jurgen Klopp and his right-hand man Pep Linders have had private talks with Darwin Nunez because he's struggling at the moment. Do you get the, the reference? He's getting compar- compared to Andy Carroll, isn't he? Do you get, be, no, be, oh, sorry, the he- is in the headline. Don't be blue, none. Don't be do you blue get the reference? None. You do? Uh, no, actually. No. Blue as in... Blue none. Oh, no, no, I thought he was like sad or something. No, obviously blue is in reference to Rangers, <laughs> but what is, it, what is the actual deeper meaning? Blue here? none. You've never heard of blue none? No. It's um, cheap cheap white wine. Ah, ah there you go. See, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's just check this up. Uh, Alan Partridge's favourite, I'm reliably informed. Right, right. A mark of sophistication. Uh, a German white wine that obviously for, was one of the two wines you could get in Ireland in the 80s, and obviously in England. Um, See, I'm a stout man, Jer, so the, the reference would have gone way over my head. Um... You would have seen it in the supermarkets, no? Uh, Colm's asked me in my ears. I watch Partridge. I, I, I wouldn't have been one of those religious Partridge watchers. Leave from clips. Yeah, the clips are good. Yeah, yeah, the clips are good. The clips yeah. stand the test of time. Yeah. Um, Blue none. Sorry, Jerry. No, I t- totally didn't get the reference. It's. Uh, I was. I thought it was going to be a reference that aged myself and and Cal as as perhaps a generation below you, but uh, no, it was just an alcohol reference. So yeah, there you we're go. all okay. Uh, noisy neighbors, United halftime rants, rock Eddie had a furious halftime rant from Bruno Fernandez and Lissandro Martinez at the Manchester Derby. It was so loud it could be heard down the corridor. Men, well, that's what you meant at halftime shouting in a dressing room. It's uh, it's, it's very bad. Who does that? Yeah. They worked. They got three goals in the second half. Yeah, they won the second half, you know. There you go. Uh, What a result. Mm. Uh, What's going on in the world, Carl? Well, you mentioned Leicester. uh, They're off the bottom of the Premier League table. They were impressive last night. 4-0 winners over Nottingham Forest at the King Power Stadium. James Madison on target twice. Uh, Here at home, 
Very exciting game in the SSE Eritrea League Premier Division last night. St. Pat's and Shelburne playing out a four-all draw at Talca Park. Sean Boyd on target twice. Rochelle's own Doyle scored twice from the penalty spot uh, for the visitors. In the first division, Waterford uh, continued their hunt for second place in the second tier. They beat Longford Town by two goals to one at Bishopsgate. This evening in the Champions League, it's Liverpool against Rangers in Group A. Uh, Tottenham in action against Eintracht Frankfurt in Germany. Both those games underway uh, from 8 o'clock. Tottenham in Group D. Uh, Shamrock Rovers youth side will build to put off a big comeback in their UEFA Youth League tie with AZ later. They trail by five goals to nil ahead of the second leg which takes place at Tallis Stadium from a quarter to eight. The Republic of Ireland under-19s are in action in the Women's Euro qualifying this afternoon. They take on Poland from one o'clock. In darts, Daryl Gurney in first round action at the World Grand Prix later this evening. He takes on the former world champion Rob Cross and there's racing at Galway this afternoon where the first goes to post at a quarter past one. The um, Leinster press conference yesterday was, uh, I think, with Robin McBride, and he was asked about Jason Jenkins, who has been a hit uh, in terms of on the field. He has been effective. Uh, you know, still you're wondering about Ireland signing second rows and whether or not we should be given more second more time to our own second rows. To but anyway, notwithstanding that, I thought there was a, an interesting comment in the middle of this, which has uh, led to a, a minor debate here. Uh, from a small point of view, he, he, Rob McBride talks about it for ages and ages and ages about all the different things that he's added to the game. Great from the scrum, great from the mall, great in the detail. It's a big ask to come and learn a different language, learn a different way of doing things. But he's taken it in his stride, and I expect him to grow even further. He's come from Limerick. He's, he was playing for Munster. <laughs> What's the different language? I mean, that's proper shade. Finally, in the Leinster Munster rivalry, where they're like, "Ah, you speak a different language down there." <laughs> is that is that what he is that what he's referring to? Like some of us were thinking, maybe he's referring to the the language of rugby. I mean, is the language yes. of rugby from the forward pack in in Munster that different from the forward pack in Leinster? If it is, I mean, this is uh, Leinster playing chess and Munster. <laughs> Once they're playing reversey it has, to be, it has to be rugby language doesn't it uh, it has to be surely I'd like to think so because um, his English seems pretty good <laughs> but um, yeah like it's, it's, it's one of those things maybe it was meant as a sly little dig towards towards Munster or Limerick people Limerick people get in touch were you yeah, offended are, are, are people feeling a bit uh, sensitive about that um, Joel uh Joel K20 says the rules in hurling and football are hard for referees to referee also most on the sideline don't understand some of the rules thus the attack on referees I think that um, I don't buy that not knowing the rules is the reason for the attack on referees I think um, people who are prone to anger outbursts are using that as an excuse to uh, be angry in the direction of referees and to take it out on them Um, I don't know Carl you're involved in GA at a high level Um, what uh, what level of what do you think could be done to help secure respect towards referees? Um, well, I don't, definitely don't play to a high level, but uh, well, you play senior club. I think, um, I think the culture probably around the whole thing, right from underway, underage up. I think that's where the, the work probably needs to start. And I think anybody that's involved, and Jared, the vast majority of people that's involved, are probably guilty of. Uh, questioning a referee's decision at some point or other in their career and uh, there probably is a culture of it that has built up over the years so probably starting you know you could definitely implement stuff at under 8s under 10s level that kind of could embed themselves from that age onwards and, and it kind of becomes second nature to players and mentors alike I know like for example at the under 8s and 10s silent sidelines is one thing mm. that they've tried to implement in various counties and 
uh, putting up signage at grounds and stuff like that but it's it's got to start there I think but I think it's uh, incumbent on everybody now that's involved in GA whatever level you're at to kind of start thinking about this a little bit more and the referee situation is becoming very very difficult in a lot of counties where referees simply won't be available to referee uh, would matches you, would you would you think about becoming a referee? That was one of the things that you know, Mark was talking about so, no. former uh, players being like uh, fast tracked to to referee big games. Would you ever consider it? I don't think so. Not no. a hope. No. The referees are seen as, and, and I've seen it happen in in, state, in um, grounds and even in my home county. Like referees, when they make a bad decision in front of a full stand, are almost treated as subhuman. Um, like some of the abuse that's hurled is gets very personal very quickly, uh, and and then the physical stuff that we've seen in recent weeks is just. The, the the scary thing about it is it's it wasn't that surprising like when we saw the first ones coming out in Roscommon and and other counties drip, you know different incidents drip feeding through it wasn't that surprising really because we've all probably seen incidents where either physical contact or near physical con- physical contact were, was made with referees at matches um, you know when 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 there's a lot at stake and people let their 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 mood and anger get the best of them but yeah that that'd be my concern that it's it's not that surprising and that. that Jesus, not a hope would you be a referee. Why would you why would you put yourself under yeah. that strain? I think referees would make the point as well. Obviously the, the PR around it recently has been very negative and you know, rightly so, it should be highlighted and it's dreadful. But referees probably would also make the point that there are lots of opportunities if you do get involved in it, um, in terms of progression from club level to county level and some great experiences when you do get to county level opportunities to referee in Crow Park at big games, uh, provincial finals, stuff like that. Uh, foreign travel can be involved in it as well. Um, so there are a lot of positives, but obviously the negative stuff has taken over in recent weeks, and we really do have to address that. And um, it's so unfortunate to see all this stuff, and so difficult for the referees involved and the clubs involved. Um, I think micing them up at, at a senior and county level would very, very quickly expose. Uh, a, or, sorry, would very, very quickly bring up a new relationship between players, where there, there's a quick explain of what happened and everybody at home would go oh that's the rule I understand it better now because yeah. they've been told what it is like it would it would definitely help from an education perspective that's the top down the bottom up as you're saying is grassroots I think it was a great idea that Miel Martin had for like here's a box you must stay in your box if you're a mentor you can stay in that box and that's it at all levels and not just the, the big games at um, senior and county level and I'm, I'm going to book you or send you off if you're outside that box twice off you go even the whole idea of, of the referee speaking to only the captains as a, as a conduit that that seems to be a given in rugby it's it's a, even in Sunday league soccer that's starting to become you, a thing you can't do that and get it because like if, what if the goalkeeper is if Cluxon's your, your captain and the right corner forward is the one who's who's doing stuff you know it's like oh stop the whole game go down do you know what I mean I think if it's serious enough so you have to maybe 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 and certainly there's, there's definitely things that you can do and then and then what happens is that the the outliers of um any of the the psychopaths involved in an incident at the club like they become exposed and they they very quickly become hopefully policed but the clubs do have to take responsibility for this too anyway it's a, a tangled issue one last thing uh, several murals of Jurgen Klopp have been vandalized people are throwing paint over them James Pierce of the Athletic has just posted another one this morning this is now becoming a pattern the one thing I notice is it's blue paint mm. does that does that matter of course it matters of course it, it matters does it matter well if it, if it wasn't blue paint you'd be thinking this is, are these angry Liverpool fans who are very quick to um, to bounce on the man that's that's given them so much joy over the last number of years it has to be Everton fans right OTB AM with Gillette 
Get into your flow with the new Gillette Labs Razor with exfoliating bar. 